Has it begun? Are you ready? We have what would normally be a earth-shattering historical event, a few of them, I guess, and uh, all happen at once now moving into 2021. So definitely make sure your preps are good. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0. Happy New Year, I think, maybe. I don't know. Okay, so I'm joined here with my co-host in life and co-host on the show, Glenn Tate. Happy New Year, Glenn. Well, it is a new year. I don't know about the happy part. Yes, um, this is our first recording in 2021. Uh, it was quite a quite a spicy a year, but bang. we're going to talk about yes. that. Uh, before we get into that, and we before we introduce our guests, we always do the top 100 things. This is on our website, prepping2-0.com. And these are the top 100 things that go the quickest in a crisis. And this list was compiled by some survivors of the Bosnia experience. And so this isn't just academic. This is what they went through in life. We're up to number 95. Holy smokes. I don't think we need another list. Nope. No. I think we all know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, we're living it now, right? Exactly. Yes, the top 100 things that go quickest in a collapse are what is on your grocery list right now. No, I'm just kidding. So number 95 <laughs> in their experience, they came up with this. Paraffin wax. And Shelby, what are some uses of paraffin wax? Well, in the old days, like when I was a little girl, my mother used it to, to um, seal jam. You can use it in canning. It's not necessarily recognized as a safe way to do that these days. I've seen it with jams and things like jam, that. Jam, yeah. So, and, and I remember having to pick wax out of my jam on my toast in the mornings, and that was kind of mm-hmm. nasty. Any hoosers, mm-hmm. but it can be used for all kinds of things. You can use it to make candles. You can use it to, um, it's a heat source. It can be it's something to seal things. It, it's um, a lubricant in some ways. Um, what about I done. I know when I've had like a rusty screw or something, put a little rub some paraffin. Anyway, it's. I think these are very um, minuscule uses. So yeah, I'm, I gotta I'm, say, can we let's just yeah, be honest? I, I'd say get paraffin a, wax is dumb. Why pa- is this even on this right, list? One package of wax just to have in case you need it. Buy candles. It's whatever. So I think it's kind of, for all the things on the list. This is not. This has been the only dumb one, and it's <laughs> ninety five. So, so at least there's that. Well, I wanted to let folks know. Lurkers. Lurkers come out of the shadows. What do I mean by that? Well, there are a lot of folks listening to us on terrestrial radio. Thank you, by the way. We love you guys. Yes. We're on a bunch of radio stations. Love, love having you guys, uh, especially on our flagship station, KHNC, 1360 AM in Colorado. And there are others that listen to us on the interwebs, as the kids call it. Uh, they might be listening to us on Spotify or Apple or whatever it may be. And they listen to the regular show and they go, wow, that's pretty cool. They lurk in the shadows. They keep wondering what is this after show all about? That I think I keep today hearing? it's going to be kind of spicy. <laughs> I think it's going to be a great after saying. show. And they're like, hmm, I wonder what the after show is. Well, I guess I'll have to live my entire life not knowing because $2 a month to be a Patreon supporter, <laughs> it's too high of a hurdle for me. So they don't become Patreon supporters. They lurk in the shadows. Well, this is your calling out. Come out from the shadows, lurkers, and become a Patreon supporter. A lot of cool stuff. Go on the website, see about it. We're not here to talk about all the cool stuff about Patreon stuff. We're just here to alert you that there's a world existing over the horizon, and it's a $2 a month bus ticket to get there. There you go. There you go. So one thing we always like to do is recognize our awesome sponsors. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to all of them. We'll mention them throughout the show today. First one right out of the gate is EMP Shield. Great folks. They have developed a device that you connect to your devices, which can either be your home or your car, and it protect, protects them from uh, an EMP or a coronal mass emission. Ejection, baby. Ejection. Yeah. Got it. CME. Coronal CME. mass ejection. Anyway, emission makes sense. I mean, I can see why you it's came up with that. that anyway. So, it's not like you said coronal mass emu or coronal mass <laughs> um, education. Escalante. Anyway, yes. so go over to our website over there, prepping2-0.com click on friends and affiliates there's a link there use the coupon code prepping 2.0 and you get 50 bucks off which is kind of a smoking hot deal there a lot of our listeners uh because we get feedback from emp shield a lot of our listeners are getting emp shield items uh there's a theory that maybe in the first couple months of god i hate saying this the biden administration 
that folks like maybe Iran might be testing a new administration. North Korea. And uh, maybe have a some e- yeah, EMP shield protection would be a good idea. Well, we have great guests. I'm going to give you a little bit of an overview of our guests. We have Brian and Dale of the Duff and Dale Show. Now, they put out a podcast, uh, videos, articles, and here's what's cool. This is something we've never had anybody on the show about. And so this is a gap that they're filling for our listeners. And that is online prepping educational materials. And you need to go onto their website duffanddale.com and see what we're talking about great resource uh, great place to go so highly recommend one of the things we love doing on this show is telling people about other shows other websites other resources and all that kind of stuff so a link to duffanddale.com is going to be in the show notes to this show so we highly recommend that you uh, do that so I wanted to welcome our guests welcome gentlemen Hey guys, it's it's cool to be on your show. You guys were just on ours a little while back, so this is and it was fantastic. So this is round two. Although yeah. I don't know that we'll have a lot to talk about. It's only like two no. weeks into 2021, and yeah. nothing's really happened. It's has been it? so quiet. It's been so quiet. Hey, do you think the Seahawks yeah. will make the playoffs? No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so that was one of us uh, or one of you. Who's the other guy? Let's go ahead and get you to chime in, sir. Hey, this is Brian Duff, and uh, thanks for having us back on your show or having us on your show after we did the you know show a couple months back. And yeah, it's. Uh, I think we have a year's <laughs> worth of craziness packed into the first week of January. So yeah, uh, I'm ready for 2022. How about you guys? Yeah. <laughs> Already. I don't know. Do you really want 2022 with the way 2020 went into the pattern seems to be they get worse and worse. Yes. So everyone knows we're recording this on January 9th and it will air January 13th. So when we're talking about is the first nine days of 2021 have been uh, quite a hootenanny. So, gentlemen, 2021, that sure started off with a bang. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it did, man. I think uh, just like we were talking about right you know, a second ago is that we have what would normally be a earth shattering historical event a few of them i guess and uh, all happen at once now moving into 2021 so definitely for the preppers out there need to uh make sure your preps are good if you haven't done so yeah it's one of those it's it's starting off to be the year i mean we all thought that with the pandemic and all of that that you know it was finally all this stuff was starting to uh, become reality and that seems like it could be absolutely nothing uh, mm-hmm. when it when it comes to the next few months with all the censorship, with the stuff going on in, in Washington and the people not trusting the politicians and the politicians not giving a crap about us. Uh, and, you know, it could be uh, it, it could be very interesting, I suppose, to say the least. Well, in a previous episode, Shelby coined a phrase that I'm now seeing all over the place. And I, I kind of think she invented it. I'm going to be really honest. Sometimes I don't think you invented stuff. And this time I think you did. Yep. Seriously. I've seen memes even. So what is the phrase you came up with? Because you deliver well, better Well, 2021 is looking at 2020 and saying, hold my beer. Exactly. Yeah, it's the topper. It's I'm going to outdo you 2020. Oh, yeah, you and your little COVID warm up. And oh, you and your you know, little riots and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to pack all that into the first couple days of 2021. Um, What should preppers be doing in 2021 guys? Uh, Well, on my side, I look at it as we, if you're not prepared on a lot of the basics right now, obviously go back and look at those. Um, But this is the pre apocalypse inspections in combat they call pre-combat inspections right now and so if you're not dialing in um and i think we talked about a little before the show if you're not dialing in your social media if you're not taking into account like hey if i haven't already um started getting healthy if i don't come up with an idea to try to make myself as not we don't need all need to run out to be olympians but if you're not working especially on your athletic side and your personal health side your immunity side taking the vitamins and stuff like that i think you're setting yourself up for a failure going into uh, 2021 especially if things go south and we end up having uh you know any sort of civil unrest going on that going on from 2020 into 2021 so yeah, what and I, I, oh go ahead oh, go, go ahead. ahead i'll be i'm sorry no go ahead Dell. it's okay 
Well, I was just going to kind of add add on to that and say that it it's for me the two big things that I'm concerned about are monetary as far as our uh, economic system and the civil unrest aspect of everything and the monetary part I don't know you know that could be something that does take years it depends on how our government decides to reinvent things again and and pass a buck down the line but the civil unrest aspect is is one that really concerns me and I think for for everybody, it's different depending on how much money you have and and what you do. So I think it's the not being complacent about things, I think, is super important this year because we've seen with the pandemic that it happens and, and this last week that it happens at a spur of the moment and you never know. Uh, so I just think that being ready uh, for that stuff and doing whatever you can now, uh, it, it sounds a little bit alarmish, I know, but but that's that's where I am right now. <laughs> so I want to I want to piggyback on a couple of things that both of you said and, and kind of just fleshed out a little bit. One thing I've been saying and we've been working on specifically, Glenn and I, since October uh, is digitally prepping, <clears throat> preparing a secondary place to especially for those of us and you guys are there, too, who kind of run a little gig through social media. We run a lot of our prepping 2.0 stuff through social media um, and preparing a secondary location. So we have set up a prepping 2.0 MeWe page. We've set up a secondary parlor page, a rumble page. So because we predicted and I, we're not the only ones. It's not like you're Nostradamus. I'm Quit not, learning it over it. me. Stop um, <laughs> it. There's going to be deplatforming. We've already seen hints of that over the years. We've seen... Um, we, I, I think of just some of the other, you know, Alex Jones, all these places that big places that have been deplatformed. But it, but it really came to a head just yesterday. Within three hours, the president, the current president of the United States, gets deplatformed permanently off of Twitter, Facebook, and then when he attempts to start a parlor page, parlor is threatened by Apple to be deplatformed. I mean, that's when it's like come in with a bat and then bring in, you know, I don't know, a Sherman tank. I mean, holy crap on a stick. I can say that, I think, on the FCC. That was insane. So I really encourage people to prep digitally. And one of the things that I want to say this right now, just for our fans listening out there, we, yes. ha we have a huge platform. We have a great community of Patreons. Be aware, if we get deplatformed on Patreon, you will get an email saying, join us over here, a secondary location. And it's not a phishing thing. We'll, nope. we'll be very clear. Um, I keep, uh, once a week, I download all the Patreon email addresses of because we have a, a, a changing, growing list of them. And if you get an email, we're not kidding around. We're not goofing around. We have an alternate Patreon-like platform ready to go. We're not going to announce it because then like some people go over there and it get confusing. So there's all those. What do you guys think about digitally prepping? I think I know because I was on your website this morning and uh, you have some thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, my, my whole thing with this, I think it's, it's a lot more dangerous than people, you know, a lot of people think, eh, it's Twitter. If you don't like it, don't be on it. Or it's Facebook. If you don't like it, don't be on it. But to me, it's it's kind of pushing forward that whole thing with everybody in their certain little bubbles. And it's it's kind of like, you know, I, I don't know if this is a, a legend or if this is an actual tribe somewhere. But there's a, a story I heard about, you know, th this tribe trying to catch pigs and they put up, you know, they put food out in the same spot for a week and then they put up one piece of the fence. And then they keep putting food out and then they put up the other side of the fence and then the third side of the fence until finally it's the front with a little gate on it and the pigs keep going in there because they get used to it. And all of a sudden that gate shuts and they're, they're stuck in there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we're, we're, and that that's kind of an antidote for anecdote for everything that's going on in the United States now. But I think that's where we're, we're kind of headed with all this stuff because the, these conservatives or whatever, the people that Facebook and Twitter don't want on there are getting pushed to one side uh, while the other ones are getting, you know, exactly what they want to hear. But my concern, the dangerous part, I think, is those people that are in the middle that just want that information. As us as preppers, we're going to find these places, mm -hmm. these parlors and, and all of that stuff. But it's the, the people in the middle that get so complacent with, hey, it's so easy to just go to Facebook and do this and do that. That's where they're going to get their information. And, you know, I'm not worried about the people on the extreme right. I'm not worried about the people on the extreme left. It's those, and maybe this is the, the you know, the, the big tech and the, and the government too, is they, they're more worried about the 
shaping the minds of those people in the middle that kind of, you know, just go along with whatever's going on at this point. That's what I'm concerned about with all this censorship crap. And controlling that message. They by doing that, I would I absolutely agree with you. They control the message. They make sure that no one hears a, a diverse opinion on things like you know laptops and and uh, corrupt relationships and you know and and make Hunter an informed and, and make an informed <laughs> decision on those topics. You get to you know if honestly I look at Facebook and I look at uh, videos on how to you know use a cast iron pan to make my steak I mean that's what I <laughs> because that's, that's what I'm allowed anymore. that's all I'm allowed to do anyway so what do, what do you think there Mr. Tate oh uh, absolutely digital preps I wanted to get Brian's thoughts yeah, too absolutely Brian you're on deck sir right on no I think it's um I think digital preps are highly important right now. And I think when it comes to dig digital prepping, understanding how our minds work with what we're seeing happen on whether it's Facebook or parlor or wherever we're at, because right now with the bots that produce information, the misinformation, the information that's su suppressed and all this, it becomes, be it, it's be each one of us, it's our personal responsibility to ourselves and our families and everybody to make sure that we're parsing that data correctly, what we're, what we're bringing in, that we're not suffering from our own confirmation bias and only seeking out sources that we may like. And that we also understand that when we see something on the internet, one, that a lot of what we're seeing now is clickbait headlines mm -hmm. where the article has nothing to do with it. They're trying to inflame people. Um, two, that your, your Googles and your Facebooks are money-making platforms based upon your, all of our information that it uses to market to us with and so they're feeding us kind of what they one what they want and one what they think we want in combination with that so um, understanding that if you see something that inflames you get you fired up or you think it's a really good piece of information to know do some research on that go find mm -hmm. a couple sources of that information from as close to firsthand experiences you can get it's what the intelligence agencies do right you don't go with single sourced information because you want to independent uh and corroborating people to uh come up with a source of uh, or come up with some information and say hey so now there we have sort of a nexus we understand that it increases the reliability of this information and i think right now with the limitations that's happening on you know they went from the president and it perhaps they can make the argument on that however it's one-sided, right? We're seeing this slanted. They're going to do, one side's going to do whatever it can to make sure that all the information that is out there is in, in agreement with what they believe. Well, then, and literally, you know, like you just said, Shelby, the next day, they not only go after where they go after the president and, and a single in, individual, a citizen of the country, they turn that, that cannon on and it, at an entire platform now trying to control it. And, you know, there, there thing that they were saying today or yesterday was, well, people in, um, that were in the, the DC deal going on were, uh, they were coordinating through parlor. Okay. Well they were. And I don't recall that same sentiment sentiment happening when Antifa was coordinating through Facebook. I, I know they maybe shut down a few face uh, Antifa pages here and there, but they were still coordinating this entire summer. Black lives matter was coordinating. So, it, that's that's the worrisome part to me is we're seeing that unequal application and the the information vacuum and the skewed information that it's causing on people who are more inclined with our our belief system mm -hmm. um, is getting is getting more dire and information is king so I think people really need to dial down on what they believe and do some research on what they're what they're taking in. That is well well said. Let me jump in really quick before we we ask our next question, and we'll take a break here in a little bit too. Real quick, just a quick little shout out to one of our great sponsors, Backwoods Home Magazine. Great sponsor, great way to get information non digitally. Mm -hmm. By the way, that's important it right now. It comes in the mail and everything. Comes in the mail. Um, every time we get one, I'm like that headline the right there table. is it's on the coffee table and that's an article I'm actually interested in so encourage you to go to our website again prepping2-0.com friends and affiliates click on backwards home and use the the six off the digit six and off and you'll get six dollars off your subscription I would like to add uh, another another uh, sponsor that we love new mana foods n-u-m-a-n-n-a -N 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 -A, and they make bulk freeze-dried foods this isn't mountain house one serving well 
it says four servings, but it's really one serving when you're out hiking. When you know what I'm when saying? When you're Glen Tate, yeah. It's not like single meal stuff. It's like big family packs. A uh, great way to layer your food preps and have a bunch of bulk freeze-dried foods, Numana.com, and you get 10% off if you use the coupon code PREP, which is all in lowercase. So, next question though, what are your guys' thoughts? And and Brian is with what you were just talking about with the with the storming of the Capitol. the Capitol, the Senate Hall this last week, and the and the twisting the the media that's coming out about that. And I'm thinking about what you just said about the whole kind of uh, you know making of the sausage of messaging. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think again, I think it's the same deal is we are getting we're getting such biased information that people aren't looking at people aren't applying like their general values to all the information they see they're 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 switching up and you know they're they're values based upon whether it aligns with their beliefs or whether it doesn't align with their beliefs and you know we saw all summer long uh the mainstream media just act like there was no rioting going on oh no these are peaceful protests and they're like well, they're burning down the city well, you know, I think we have to, I look at it is in order to have the best information and understand the best way that I'm going forward is I have to apply the same um, set of rules to everything. So when I see people going in and bashing through the windows inside Congress and going in, I'm like, okay, well, you guys are now doing that same stuff. Are we all going to report it separate, uh, the same? If we're not, if people aren't going to report on the same, I need to know that going into it. So when I read that information that they're giving to me, that I understand their perspective so I can understand how that is parsing again, how that's changing the information from if you look at a base reality of what exactly happened to what I'm reading so that I can maintain a level playing field in my own mind when I go across all the different from the left to the right, the different sources of information out there. So I understand what my perspective is based upon other people's biases. Okay, we have uh, we have a couple more uh, seconds before we go into our break. I just wanted to amplify what you're saying, Brian, and say, remember, there's clickbait. Remember, people want to manipulate your emotions. And when we say digitally prep, we don't just mean go and find more right wing news sources. What we mean is call out resource or uh, uh, sources that are not reliable and every story on you know that you read about how trump's going to impose martial law and there's going to be an aircraft carrier that's going to invade dc and everything's going to be cool start getting rid of that kind of stuff too because it is not informing you it might be hit, hitting a dopamine button in your brain and making you believe what you want to believe it's not information just go clear-eyed into it Absolutely. And and one of the things I want to talk about, too, and you have only about a minute, so we're going to kind of kind of slide into our break here. When we come back on the other side, let's think about and I want to and I'm talking to our listeners now to think about this. Th we are uh, today. Today's date, January 9th. This is just the beginning. <laughs> we have the rest of the year to go through. And we I, I personally believe and I'm going to see what Dale and Duff think about this. The pandemics aren't over. Just because uh, we have a vaccine and just because we have, um, you know, mandates being lifted doesn't mean it's not over yet. So we have the we have a whole lot of oh, other geez. things we're to talk about <clears throat> for the rest of the year. And folks, we're preppers. We want to talk about these things so we can think about how to apply this to our personal lives, to our families, and make sure we're covering our bases and we're preparing for what's coming. The collapse is happening. It is happening right now, and it's happening at a faster pace. So don't go away. We have so much more to talk about on the other side of the break. More Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. New mana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend 
fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or a CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself. And save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Abe Lincoln here. In 1773, patriots broke the chains of British tyranny by throwing tea into Boston Harbor. On that day, Americans began drinking coffee. We celebrate that event daily here at Minutemen Coffee. All men are created equal. <laughs> coffee is not. Minutemen Coffee is roasted to perfection in small batches. Bold, smooth, and never bitter. Shipped to you fresh daily. Whole bean, ground, or our patented pods. www.minutemencoffee.com Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everyone. This is a second segment of Prepping 2.0. Real quick, shout out to one of our awesome sponsors, Minute Men Coffee. Love them. I'm jacked oh, yeah. up on them right now. Yes, you are. Oh, my goodness, gravy. Go. Oh, enjoy them. And it's a great blend that they've developed just for us over here at Prepping 2.0 called I Miss America. That's a really <laughs> tasty and meaningful blend right now. <laughs> Go over to our website at prepping2-0.com. Use the phrase I Miss America at checkout and you'll get 15% off. And they are their roasters have not stopped working for about the last month. So awesome folks over there. Great, great folks love them it's Help. a tasty and meaningful blend it is it I think very that's, much is. that's great well we've been talking with uh, brian and dale of the duff and dale show and guys before we get started in the second segment um how can people learn more about you and your your thoughts and products uh, well, we've got our podcast, which is available anywhere in all of the different podcasting apps and stuff like that. We've got our website, which is Duffendale.com. Uh, we have our YouTube channel. You just go to YouTube and, and search for Duffendale. We do a lot of our shows live there, and then we uh, broadcast the audio versions of those out. And uh, we also have, as you were mentioning earlier in the show, the bugoutlocation.com, which is uh, basically a lot of prepping courses. Uh, a lot of the stuff in there right now is um, a lot of the beginner type stuff. But as we were, we're working on that quite a bit and we're going to build that up more uh, to the, you know, the, the, the deeper stuff that that's involved with preparedness. The 2.0 uh, stuff. Just, <laughs> what's that? The yeah, 2. the 2.0 stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's just a cool place to to get all that information in one spot. It's nothing new, you know. It's not like we have some secrets or something with preparedness that nobody else has, but it's all in one spot, and it's a way to help us out and uh, help keep us on the air doing the things we do. So Awesome. Well, Dale, you know, uh, in the first segment, you mentioned something, and then we went and talked about digital preps, which is good because digital mm-hmm. preps, especially this week, you know, with the president being kicked off of stuff is a big deal. But, Dale, you mentioned – for 2021, uh, the two things that came to your mind the quickest were monetary issues and civil unrest. And I wanted to 
um, ask you to expand on that. The monetary issues, I assume you mean inflation and things like that. Is that right? Yeah, just with this, with the whole pandemic thing and with this inclination to lock everybody down and, you know, we can, we can fund gender studies in Pakistan, but we can't keep restaurants and businesses open here. That eventually is going to uh, have an impact one way or another. Uh, and, and, you know, Brian Ed talks about the modern monetary system, which is basically their way of uh, the government's way of an excuse to, to jack up the debt as much as they want. But I, at some point, we all know that the bubble's going to burst and, you know, that it's going to come due. And when it does, you know, who knows what that all looks like. So I think uh, more than ever, I mean, my 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 feelings on an economic collapse have been strong for as long as I can remember. But it seems like it's escalated now. So I think it's just really important to do what whatever you can, uh, it depending on your budget and all of that stuff to uh, to kind of get ready for that as much as possible. It's a really tough situation. Some people can't. Uh, and, you know, it's it's just a really, really tough situation. But it's got to be at least thought about, I think. Yeah. Well, here are a couple things that I think people could at least think about in that. And you're right. Everybody's situation varies. Um, one is... Gold and silver. We are big fans of gold and silver here. We've done a couple shows with Joe Jaquin um, of Patriot Trading Group, and uh, we don't make any money from him. He's a good guy. We He's buy a great guy. We buy gold and silver from the guy. So I want folks to think about gold and silver. The reason is gold and silver captures value. If you have $1,000 of today dollars and you buy $1,000 worth of gold or silver, and then the dollar goes wacky and it's worth a tenth as much. Well, the gold and silver will be worth worth roughly ten thousand dollars. It's a way of like, oh, you know what it is, Shelby? It's vacuum sealing and capturing <laughs> the value of dollars today, and then you can have it for tomorrow. And of course, you diversify. You don't put it all in gold and silver. That's wacky. But just to have some of that. So that's one thing that we think. And then the other one, and <laughs> this covers everything. And you alluded to it, Dale. And that is lose normalcy bias. If you're sitting there thinking, well, I've always, I'm going to use an example. I've always put money in the 401k. I've always done this. I've always done that. Golly, I don't want to think really hard. I don't want to do anything risky. You're right. Try not to do risky things. But if you lose your normalcy bias about your finances, um, you're going to be way better off because we're dealing with an entirely new set of facts here. For example, a lot of people want to pay off that mortgage as quickly as possible. And in some situations that makes sense. But if you've got a mortgage at say 2.75% and inflation is 2.75% a month, <laughs> um, go ahead and pay that mortgage back in inflated dollars and, and all of that. So I'm not saying do one thing or another. I'm just letting folks know, I think now, especially in 2021, when the stakes are so high, Everybody needs to reevaluate the way they've approached things and they need to be cognizant of normalcy bias and they need to work hard to break it. So those are some ideas. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think that's 100 percent spot on is we are in unprecedented times and in unprecedented times, a uh, typical answer response to those times that you would have had. Uh, when times are last week more normal um, <laughs> doesn't necessarily apply. So yeah. everything's on the table there, you know, they are switching things up in the, I, I just read today that uh, in the wall street journal, or was it today or yesterday that Biden's looking at putting in new laws uh, regarding domestic terrorism and guess who those are focused on, mm. you know? So understanding that our playing field, we're playing three dimensional chess right now. Um, and that our playing field is changing uh, all the time. And so we have to be flexible enough not to be in the mindset of having the constraints that we had of thought that we had a year or two or five years ago of this is how the world works. You know, we've talked about COVID, everything that we're, everything is uh, on shaky ground and we need to walk on it and approach our lives as if it's on shaky ground. Well, one of the other things Dale brought up, he brought up monetary, he also brought up civil unrest. And here's here's a thought that Shelby and I have on that. And that is we've talked for years, years, literally about civil unrest and how to defeat it and how to protect yourself. It's always been focused on things like guns <laughs> and other cool things like guns because guns are cool. But no guns, ammo, magazines, training, comms and all those other things. I want folks to 
you know, think think uh, afresh now and, and lose some normalcy by it. It isn't just about guns and stuff like that. First of all, you can't buy any guns right now as a practical matter or ammunition. So you're going to need to think more about it. I want people to going into 2021 with the civil unrest concerns that we have that we saw played out at the Capitol on January 6th. Well, and played out for on the streets of U.S. cities for well, most of 2022. That's true, but or 2020. <clears throat> that too. Yeah. She can see into the future. That was a slip. It was a slip. But yeah. It, it might Nostradamus. apply. It might apply. But yeah. anyway. But I just want folks to think about community. It's the last sort of gap to fill in, I think, when it comes to how do you prepare for civil unrest? Because you've probably done all the other stuff. And if you haven't done all the other acquisition stuff like guns and ammo you can't anyway so you might as well do something productive i think working on community knowing who your neighbors are an area study sam culper forward observer he's been a guest on several times he's talked about doing an area study which is just a fancy word for you know knowing about your local area looking at some maps figuring out some some demographic and political stuff so um what do you guys think about preps that people can do in 2021 for civil unrest that might be more tailored to what we're seeing in 2021 and not just the same old stuff of like have a you know battle rifle in a thousand rounds yeah yeah i think do you want to go brian no go ahead Dale. Okay. Well, I, I think uh, all of this stuff with this, with the stuff that happened at the Capitol, it's, I think there's a, a much bigger issue than the election uh, that's completely getting ignored. And that's a lot of people. And as Shelby talked about too, with 2020 and all those riots, people are frustrated and people are mad and it goes way beyond that stuff. And that's why I think that uh, this whole civil unrest thing is, is could get a whole lot worse uh, coming up. And it's so many people have voices these days that, you know, you, you talked about having community and, and stuff like that, where 20 years ago, uh, we talked to people at church. We talked to people, <laughs> we maybe went to the range or we did stuff like that. That was our bubble basically. But nowadays it's kind of like high school where you have the bullies, but instead of just a few bullies, you have thousands of bullies. You have thousands of uh, the know-it-alls. You have thousands of the tattletales. You have, you know, that's, everybody gets inundated with all of this information these days from different sources. And it's, it just, I think it's, it's too much for humans to handle because subconsciously it does change our opinion. So I think that's kind of why we're in this situation where everybody's just so bent out of shape and, and fed up. Plus the, you know, a government that, that acts like they don't care about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, you know, it's one of those situations where I think home security is a big deal. I think uh, doing the stuff that is going to protect you, that operational security, the situational awareness uh, and getting to know your neighbors. A lot of us don't know our neighbors because we don't have to go out and say hi anymore. Uh, we just get on our phone and talk to our friends on Facebook and all of that. So I think all of that stuff is really important because if something does start up, um, those neighbors are either going to be allies or foes, and you've got to figure out now which ones they're, they're going to be. Well, and I think that a, a big monkey wrench was thrown into our ability to create community, and I think it was on purpose with COVID. When we're being mm-hmm. told, depending on where you live, you need to, you know, lock down, stay at home, stay safe. You can't blah, blah. go to church. Can't go to church. Can't go to you know public meetings or community meetings. It, I think there was a, a, a layer of isolation that was placed on most American people. And I th- th- and, uh, and you guys, we can go that direction and we'll carry this in the after show. But I think there was a forced isolation. And I think we're going to start seeing more civil unrest related to and we're starting to see the inklings of it related to people getting tired of being locked down and tired of this, especially when we have a vaccine, especially when we see that it's not as serious. And we're starting to see this new strain coming from Europe. And oh my goodness. (laughs) Who saw that coming? Who saw that coming? And I see more lockdowns and I see the ability of government to control the population with fear mongering with this pandemic, which is, it really isn't a pandemic anymore. It's a flu season. But anyway, I've said enough there, but um, the whole idea of community being thwarted in 2020 and and it being weaponized in 2021 by government. What are your thoughts on that? I think you're right. You know, I think we're, we're at the point where it's, uh, it's the rule of the Caesars, right? It, it's bread and circus. So the lockdowns, the, the virus, uh, the 
political campaign, the conspiracy, all, all the stuff that's going on being pushed out by mainstream media on one side or the other has everybody just were, were divided as, as it is. Now you have people, many of whom have been in fear. I mean, think about like right now we have one side that fears the virus more than the other side does, but that other side, while they fear the virus less fears government coming after them or the reaper, you know, what is going to happen moving into 2021. So everybody is, you know, for the most part up, up in arms are fired up right now. And it's, we're at that point where stuff is, we're, we're, we're not aligning with other people. We're not seeing what other people have to say. And like we've talked about uh, earlier was you have to have the atmospherics. You know, you mentioned Sam Culper and the Intel stuff he pushes out. You have to have the atmospherics. Dale mentioned just a minute ago of getting more involved in your local community, mm-hmm. knowing what your neighbors are talking about, knowing, hey, this is someone I need to watch. Not only that, but what does that person have to say? Are they representing a big segment of your local community and that's how these people feel and so i think when we isolate we really do ourselves a disservice of what's you know what's going on around us and it's that understanding of what's happening in your community that will let you clue in whether is civil unrest in my local area getting ready to kick off you know and then working on if you haven't taken a lot of people because you know glenn you mentioned normalcy bias a lot of people have not secured their homes. They haven't put door armor on their door to keep their front door from kicking in. They haven't reinforced the the hinge size with long hinges. They haven't looked at putting shatterproof or shatter resistant film on their windows, uh, spring loads on their on their doors so their doors close and that they have combination locks that they can get in. There's, there's a bunch of stuff If people have put it off and put it off just because we suffer from normalcy bias where we don't want to deal with the stress of what's going on around us. And so we act like everything's normal. And we don't address it. Um, I think people are, 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 could be in for a rude awakening coming up and we don't know what the, what, what the, the ability to get things, to have things done um, down the road looks like. So I would try to work on it without going in debt. Um, I would try to get as much squared away as I can with at least with uh, as little cost as possible, understanding that we're looking at a, uh, a, a residential possible fi- uh, mortgage crisis coming up and a commercial mortgage crisis that feeds into the rest of the financial chaos we got going on right now. Well, Brian, and you were talking about civil unrest and community and all good points. I'd like to add something to that and emphasis, really. This is a huge topic. I'm not going to start, but I'm just going to mention the topic to get people thinking about it. And that is we were talking about know people in your community, know what they think, know what they're like, harden your doors in case there are bad people in your community. You guys might want to think about, speaking of getting rid of normalcy bias, being in a new community. Mm -hmm. The whole relocation topic, which again, I don't want to dive into because it's a huge topic, but I'll be candid and we've mentioned this on the show. It's no secret. We live in Washington State. We're having some discussions within the family right now. Um, Maybe Washington State, a a hard blue state, even though we live in a rural part of it, maybe isn't a good idea. So when we're talking about community, you need to know your community for all the reasons previously mentioned. You also need to be open to the idea of maybe being in a community where nobody's going to kick down your door because they're all roughly like you are let's be calm i mean let's be honest so i just wanted to put that out there when it comes to community well brian we've been talking a a bit about the the monetary system and i know you have some thoughts on this and you are good at explaining this what's the deal with the monetary situation we might be looking at and i know dale has thoughts too so that's i guess the topic we keep talking about it inflation and we kind of skip over it I mean, why might that happen? What would it look like? What should people be looking for as signs that maybe the monetary system is is going awry? Yeah, so it's a it's an article I did over on my on my website, and Dale and I have talked about a few times now over on our, our Duff and Dale show. And it was a few months ago I started hearing rumblings uh, on the far left about this thing called modern monetary theory. And they're like, Oh, this, you know, is a way that it's going to fix all of our problems. And I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm game for figuring out some way to fix our problems. Somebody has an idea. Cause obviously um, our elected representatives haven't been doing such a great job with uh, fixing a lot of our problems, much less our financial problems. So I researched modern monetary theory and my takeaway and from this is they have 
basically cobbled together. And, and again, this is the, the far, well, it's, it's, it's getting mainstream on the left now. Um, they've cobbled together, together a new economic theory. And it, I believe it started in 2008. And it, it, you can trace it back, but where they're really formalizing it started in 2008. Now it's really taken up ahead of steam. And the modern monetary theory is a top-down theory approach to how they do economics. And when I say top-down is they, the new theory is whenever the government needs money, if it wants to fund gender studies in Pakistan, and, and just on a side note, remember, we're not giving $10 million to Pakistan to, to study gender. We're giving million dollars to some corporate lobbyist that has a company that's going to go possibly tell somebody in a country that's that believes in stoning women to death talk to them about gender anyhow the hmm. the issue with the modern monetary theory is if they want to fund those 10 million dollars uh, for a gender study in pakistan the modern monetary theory mmt says let me just go the government go and just print the money not even literally print the money that's only about a third of our money right a quarter of our money really most of our money is just ones and zeros in a computer so literally the government taps the keyboard and makes 10 million dollars and then they want when they want to send a billion dollars to another country they tap the keyboard and make a billion dollars well modern monetary theory states that as the deficit increases because they keep just spending and they, the, the, and it says that the government should do that spending because it's what the government feels it needs or wants that when the deficit gets too high, the way they reduce the deficit is by increasing taxes. And the more you read in modern monetary theory, it's, it's not that they actually consider people, people, literally people and workers are the vehicle for controlling the government's out of control spending. And they literally look at taxation as removing money from the economy to lower that deficit. There's nothing in there about budgets. It doesn't, it does, it believes that a nation doesn't even need to operate on a budget. It doesn't believe that the taxation that we bring into it, you know, the four of us sitting here that we pay our taxes that the government should count for its spending dollar for dollar. I mean, we haven't had a budget in the United States since 2006. We're doing these continuing resolutions. And when we hear about these continuing resolutions, both sides get fired up, but let's, Let's remember what continuing resolutions are. It's the government creating a, a, a firestorm about the government not being able to continue operating. It's literally the government setting it up and we all get fired up whether the government should shut down or not shut down. Again, this all feeds back into now they're literally saying, no, just print whatever money you want, come up with whatever, whatever money you want. And when we need to control it, we will take it from the people. It, it's quite, uh, I, I, I recommend everybody start researching modern monetary theory because you're gonna hear more and more of it as a justification to why uh, out of control deficit spending is a good thing. Sounds like slavery. The king gets to do stuff that he wants with the money and the serfs have to work hard to make it happen. I mean, to boil it down, sounds like slavery. And this would not only create huge taxes uh, of course we're going to see that in the grits teeth biden administration um, right um, we're going to see high taxes but it, it, is there an inflationary component to this because that would get into that would really affect people in the sense of they could buy hard assets now like canned food i'm dead serious as far as that being an asset buying stuff now we had fur fall on from argentina mm -hmm. and he talked about this when argentina was going through this in the year 2000 2001 is there an inflation component or is the the downside of this modern monetary theory simply really high taxes? Yeah, I don't know if there is an inflation component because literally, again, it, it doesn't take into account. It does everything that I read on it when you get done synthesizing and you're 100 percent right, spot on. It, it, it's it's slavery. They look at it literally as um as the the production of labor that's what they taught people's production of labor and so they're just like and let's let's take that so i don't believe that they're they really even care about the inflation because again we are literally we're not we're not what drives the economy we're not the people that make the economy where if they balance the budget they would say hey we we, we took in a trillion dollars in taxes that's that's what we have to spend one trillion dollars or you know go in deficit and we could figure that out how we do that we're literally the thing that keeps the economy to make, to keeps them happy up there and keep the deficit down. That's all we are when you read modern monetary theory. 
Well, I'm gonna yeah, there is a, oh, there ahead. is an aspect of it. I'll be real quick, Shelby. I'm sorry, but there there is an aspect of it that is the, the inflation part of it because they need us as Americans to be basically uh, like I've stated before, the tax chimps. They okay. need us to keep producing, keep running the machine, keep doing this stuff. And if we if we don't, if we don't have trust in the what our dollars are, not their dollars, um, then then it does become useless, and then then it does lead to that hyperinflation stuff. But um, that is a, a, you know, one of those problems that they choose to just kind of put on the back burner. And that's a you know, worst case scenario type thing. I, it sounds to me like they have an, yeah, inflation. They, they, they'll look at you with, you know, deer in the headlights look like, oh, we haven't considered that as part of our whole theory. Uh, huh. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Whew. Well, on that, on the inflation note, remember, it, the inflation won't affect them. It exactly. might inflect, yeah. affect them as individuals on what they spend, but the four of the five richest counties in the United States all live, are, are all within a stone's throw of Washington, D.C. So it, yeah. it's their perspective is skewed. So it, it will affect us, the individual, but it won't necessarily affect them. Well, if anything, inflation is good for them because they can pay back this deficit like by printing bonds and stuff like that with inflated dollars. So they love inflation. So before, sure. so as we get ready to wrap up our regular show, just want to give a quick little shout out to our final sponsor. Seems kind of apropos today. Katie mm-hmm. Armour, C-A-T-I, stands for Come and Take It. Uh, they provide basically everyday body armor. body armor for the everyday guy and gal. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go over again to our website, prepping2-0.com, friends and affiliates, and click on them, use the coupon code GRANT at checkout and you'll get 10% off. Especially with some of the things I've seen and on our headlines and on my newsfeed, seems like a good purchase. Well, and I would add to that, body armor is on the list of the many things that the communists are going to try to outlaw. So you might want to place an order now. And in fairness, I got to say to our listeners, Katie Armour has a backlog of orders. It's, it's a fact. So many people are ordering body armor from every company. So be patient with Katie, but I would suggest placing an order now because this stuff might be against the law to buy not to possess so consider that guys you might want to put some of those inflated federal reserve notes into body armor (laughs) which is something you can really use (laughs) so as we get ready to go into the after show i always like to kind of take a deep breath and go oh my gosh 2021 is going to be it's going to be dicey (laughs) but uh we're prepared we're prepared people so uh As always, the great quote from Benjamin Franklin, one of our founding fathers, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Folks, everyone, have a great week. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.